This is Boat Crew RPG with The Learning Curve. Well, the team just had a big uh, action scene, and they came up victorious with a few scrapes, bumps, and maybe a few damaged feelings here and there, but we'll get to that later. And boy, will we get to it. But for now, so you guys are catching your breaths. You're in a totally destroyed alleyway. There's ooze all over the place. A partially collapsed wall to your right. Two unconscious people. And alchemy is currently covered in hardening ooze. Head to toe. As soon as the the cupbearer falls down beneath Catroni, they will turn around and run back towards Alicia and trying to get them out or get her out um, by, I don't know, like they don't want to directly touch the stuff, which makes it a little bit difficult. So what, you just like, grab a brick and just sort of like start scraping it off of them? Yeah, I guess so. And if something has already solidified, they can break it away. Uh, but the oozy stuff that isn't solidified yet, uh, y- y- yeah, if if that touches your paws, then immediately it will solidify on your own paws. And then suddenly you are both covered in ooze, which is do- it doesn't sound like the great plan. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to get stuff off her because I remember that she put a bomb of acid in one of the cups, and it altered the formula. But I also don't, I mean, none of us know what the stuff really is. So I I agree with Tony of not touching it, because it, I mean, I don't know, well, it's not melting her, so it's not caustic. It was on my legs. And it's, mm. like, again, it's still all over the place. It's solidified. Yeah. yeah, I think Jennifer would approach it first by, like, putting her her, like, sleeve of her jacket over her hand, and just seeing if she can punch her way through the the solidified ooze. So yeah, eventually I'll say that uh, like uh, like your feet get free first because that's the driest part of you, uh, alchemy. Yeah, once an arm's free, I'm willing to like try and scrape stuff off of me, but until then I can't exactly do much other than try to breathe slowly and hold as still as possible so they don't accidentally do something painful to me. <laughs> I mean, I'll regenerate, but that doesn't mean I want to experience it in the first place. So, yeah, eventually you manage to you'll get most of the ooze off. It's There's still parts all over all of you, honestly, but you get most of it off. All right. As soon as it's off, Alchemy is just looking really angry, really annoyed. Goes into her belt, pulls out a couple pairs of handcuffs, because at this point in time, if you're professional heroing, if you know that's your job, you're going to have some handcuffs just in case. And okay. she's going to bind up the un- couple unconscious villains. Make sure to, if there's something that looks like an off switch or something on their suits, you know, off the suits. Okay. So they're not going to be as big a problem and can actually be picked up. All right. Then you know what? She's going to say, let's get the, them their location called in. They're out. Let's actually make sure that they're picked up. I don't want anyone else getting hurt. Do you think we could ask the night guard? As I say that, you still hear some light, you still hear some thunder crashing around, but it seemed to be dying off. 
Never mind. It sounds like he's still busy. I mean, I I'm still know. just considering it a win that he didn't punch me when he saw me. What are we going to do with these guys? It's not like we can bring them back to the scene where there's more fighting happening. No, but I'm pretty sure that we can call them to the an authority who will take them away anyway and hopefully be able to keep them locked up properly. And we can immediately lock them to this conveniently placed pipe that fits through another side of a handcuff. It's like a parking space for a bike. Are the phones going to be working if the electric's all messed up? Uh, you figure that out while we're securing them and making sure that they are very much temporarily neutralized. And I'm going to keep a couple samples of this goo, so maybe I can make a formula that'll be more effective against it last time. Standing back and forth like 20 feet away from each other, just flinging you-can't-touch-me's didn't get you guys any safer. So Jennifer is going to look around. She doesn't want to use her cell phone because that can be very easily tracked, but it's not like public pay phones are still a thing. So she's going to try to see if um, she can find like a just somebody's house where she can knock and ask if she can use their phone for an emergency situation. Yeah, I'll say that you guys are like more of a downtown area, so there's not really houses, there's like apartments. And and again, I reference you to the fact that there's a wall that currently just collapsed by you, exposing the innards of the building. Well, it should be very easy to walk into someone's apartment then <laughs> and ask to use their phone. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that you're not, like the building that collapsed wasn't an, an apartment, it was more like an office. But they do have phones and offices. Yeah, so I think that's what she'll do. She'll, you know, stand tall, try, try to heroically walk into this open face building now. Tipping and, only uh, a couple of times over the de- loose debris. Yeah, finding somebody who's still in there that hasn't evacuated. Um, or if she sees people running, trying to get out, which I'm assuming is the, what most people would do. She'd just walk up and grab the first phone that she sees, the first landline. And call the police office. So, uh, hello. All lines. Busy. She'll hang up and try to call an emergency line. You have reached the city of Halcyon's emergency line. If it is a superhuman incident, press one. <laughs> okay, so then, yeah, you get like an autom- automated system that lets you uh you know signify that hey yeah we have two uh captured villains temporarily unconscious yeah well i'll put that report in i'll walk back out and give alchemy and tony a thumbs up to let them know it's done as i'm like crawling over the rubble and then as all of you are uh, about to you head off and uh, as presumably leave the area right that you are are you gonna leave after all that yeah <laughs> So yeah, all, all of you are, as you are about to leave, then suddenly somebody falls through the uh, the ceiling ooze and lands in a pile at your feet. Who? What? What? It's Lightning Baron. And at this point, you can see that his outfit it it looks like uh for anyone who knows Hema, it looks like an old 16th century mercenary outfit. Like it's got a a chest armor piece. Poofy and like arms and sleeves, but it's like mostly just grays and red, so it's a lot darker than than that. And you see, he had he had a helmet, but it's like dinged and 
severely dented, and it just sort of just like so loosely just like wobbles on his head. And he, he had like a collar that like the, like the pleated collar that you see in like old like Renaissance pictures sometimes. It at one point it, the outfit clearly looked nice and fancy, but now it's just it's singed. It's you know, dirty, it's ruffled, it's got holes in it, it's, it's, and same for, same for the guy's face, you can clearly tell, like, it used to have, like, you know, nice, neat facial hair, but it's, you know, just completely, it's stubble, acne, it's, it's just, he's not had a good last few days. How conscious is he? Not very, but slightly. And then, jumping down right after him is the night guard. You see, he's got like some kind of stick or something in his hands. You can't. It's hard to make out details because again, it's, it looks like a, just a flat silhouette, even though it's three D. It's really weird to look at. Hey, um, alchemy is not going to do the whole leaving thing immediately. Then, and instead, she is going to take up a position along the lines of ready to react if the almost unconscious lightning baron does something really threatening because he's the lightning baron. And Until this, the night guard has him down. <laughs> and at this point, this has been quiet for a bit, then Lightning Baron, you, hear, you see him stir, and he just, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve, I don't deserve this. I, for years, I spent years fighting those that child-stealing monster. For years, I, I helped build... That wall out there with my own two hands. I don't deserve to go out like this. Not like this. I, my grandfather helped build this city. His great grandfather helped find this city. I don't. God damn it! I meant something. I was something. I don't get to go out like this. He, then he just looks and he seems like he finally notices you. You, you were in my house, weren't you? This what you wanted? He he, he, he see him get, uh, get, try to get to his feet, but like he he's very clearly like un- unstable, and he like just sort of gets to his hands and knees and just flops a bit. You want to see me crawl? You want to get back to the battle? Day? Look, look at me. Look, you happy? I just didn't want the organized crime anymore. Great, great. <laughs> I get done in a couple of brats who don't even know anything. Look at this, Night Guard. Look at this. Don't want organized crime. Well, then you get disorganized crime, and that's way worse, believe me. You know what it's like? You see, you see him, like, sit, try to sit, just lean against, like, a wall and just sort of sit up. You know what it's like to have to fight people off for food? You know what it's like to. Try and build a wall to keep your kids safe in their beds, not knowing when the next attack's gonna come, not knowing when the next family's gonna be torn apart. I stopped that. We stopped that. He points to the night guard and himself. All of us in this city stopped that. We had rules. You play the rules, you get protected. But now, now it's just kids. Oh, I don't want this. So you break it. Well, congratulations. It's broken. And I don't think you're going to put it back together this time. He just looks at the night guard. 
You know how this ends. What? Gotta go out of, go to the engineer, get some cu- power canceling cuffs. You know that's not gonna happen. You know, you know they can't hold me. You know how this ends. Nightguard just looks at you guys. Just look away, kids. I don't want you seeing this. Redeemer's gonna say, "No, hang on. What's he talking about? What does he mean by organized crime and unorganized crime?" History lesson, kid. When you got people in charge, people who play by the rules, things work. Like clockwork. People stay, People have their territories. They patrol their territories. They keep their places safe. They don't go out. They don't fight each other too much. No open warfare. But now, there's a vacuum coming. And everyone's going to try to get as big a slice as they can. But that's not how crime works. Bad guys are always trying to get more. More of something that doesn't belong to them. They spread out their ther- their territories bigger and bigger to engulf other parts. If we don't put a stop to them, then how's organized crime any better than unorganized crime? It's the whole point of having a justice system that we get rid of enough crime that people are safe. That people don't have random attacks by folk dressed up like a Ren fair escapee with lightning guns in pharmacies, perhaps, or uh, in subways, or on the streets, getting into fights with people with flamethrowers. I can read the news, too. Just because there's people in charge of your groups, it doesn't mean that they weren't hurting a lot of innocents the crossfire. Uh, look. Alchemy actually will take the Nightguard's advice, though, and turn her back towards him. Partly because she doesn't want to keep showing the emotion on her face, though. Redeemer can't turn away. She's fixated on what's happening. And no matter what the Nightguard does, she wants to see it to the very end. I, I don't think Tony is going to look away either. Um, just partly because of everything that the Lightning Baron said before on, have you ever had this? And just thinking, yeah, well, no, I th- I think not. But have you ever lost your memory and only knew for two about two years? And it's just so stuck within that loop that they forget to look away. And so the Night Guard like, approaches the Lightning Baron and you see the stick in their hands. It's, it seems like it shifts, and it turns into a spear. And he raises the spear, and it looks like he's about to stab the lightning bear. Do any do the people looking try to stop him? I mean, Redeemer wouldn't try to stop him because I mean that's her that's her hero, and she assumes that he's doing the right thing. She knows the lightning baron was working for her dad, or at least in the fringes of what her dad does so she knows he's a bad guy and she knows the night guard is a good guy and sometimes you you gotta inflict a little pain on people she's done it so she had to learn it from someone she's just currently feeling conflicted as to what the night baron said you know he's kind of like a nepo baby in a way of you know his father's actions but he made it seem like he was just an ordinary guy who tried to do right by the city and he still got shafted. And that's kind of stuck in her head as she's watching 
the night guard, you know, look like he's about to beat him. Tony is not going to stop the night guard either. Alchemy is facing away and whispers to herself, kind of, almost loud enough to hear. How would they have the engineer giving them restraints right now? And so you say, that's what, with all that, then the night guard just quietly stabs the, the lightning bearer in, right in the chest. And then it's quiet. Redeemer kind of feels like a gasp kind of escape her when he see when she sees the, the night guard flat out stab the Baron because that's I mean like this is the first time she's actually seeing someone die die up close. Um and just seeing the the light kind of escape someone's eyes slowly is making her feel afraid on like a lizard brain level. Um and although some part of her knows that this was quote the right thing to do she suddenly feels like how are any of us any better than them when the end result is still people killing people people harming people and alchemy hears the sound that reminds her of a rib cage on a dissection table and has thoughts of the last time she had to be in one of those rooms and just utterly still the tears starting to run down her face, trying not to make a sound. As morbid as it is, Tony has no emotion about this. This was their life. This is what they were programmed to endure. And the only thing that triggered something was the mention of the engineer, which they kind of see as their parent for whatever that means because it's the closest thing they have to a parent. Um, but there's at this moment, it's just very matter of factly, this person died so that others might live. And yeah, that's part of what this new life is. This is what part of the old life was. I didn't do the killing. At this moment, honestly, this might be a relief of a lot of problems that this person came with, meaning that Alicia is more safe, meaning that Jennifer is more safe, meaning that Tony is more safe. And so the night guard just takes the spear back and it's, you see it like sort of just collapse in on itself. But not, not like, uh, not like, a, not like it's, uh, Foldable and more like it just almost like liquid. It just sort of shrinks down. It just disappears somewhere on his body. Sorry, you had to see this so when you're so new. Why couldn't you let the cops do what they do? Why wouldn't you put him in jail? They already tried that. They already put the uh, suppressor cuffs on him. Best they had wasn't enough. We can't build a big enough. Can't build a better prison. Can't build a prison bit good enough to hold him. How did he go from being a good guy to this? Do you know? It sounds like he knows you very intimately. Been in this for 40 years. Seen a lot of people. Knew a lot of people. Knew him when he was just a punk. Just running around zapping people. So it's kind of cute. How is the city getting the engineer to make restraining gauntlets now? We don't. We based our current ones off stuff they had. 
And the only way we could get possibly get something better would be to ask them, but we're not. Even if I could, I wouldn't. That it turns and looks at you, Alchemy. No, Alchemy will kind of re- almost reluctantly look back to the night guard. Alicia, right? I was hoping you didn't, but yes. Hate to say it, but get similar look because the gear. Much lower quality, but I can see the influence. If I don't wear it, things sometimes happen that I don't. I'm slightly acidic. This gives you a pat. He he gives you a pat on the shoulder. I know, I know, Ed. It's okay. I am sorry about what they did. The time in the at the barracks. Yeah. Listen, just let's get out of here. Uh, you. I see you got two of the two of the people we can hold. Cabrera. Beacon, not bad, kids. How new are you? Well, we've been we've been doing this under a month, honestly. Not bad. And th- you simply hear like he sat like, no, he, he sat. His voice sounds so distant for a bit. He he looks off to looks off in the distance for a moment. Then he just sort of ushers, ushers you all forward out out of the out of the out of the uh, alleyway. Redeemer will say, "Hey, um, if you see." revolution by any chance let him know that it was the the little the little wannabe heroes kids that he encountered at the pharmacy that brought these two guys to justice will you he'll know what it's about he'll look at you redeemer for a moment like he's like wait do i know you it's like and then it clicks and he just he starts laughing a bit what's so funny huh quite the team you got here quite the team we took down two of these big shots, didn't we? That's not what I'm laughing about. It's just uh, you, you it's a personal thing. A lot of, you wouldn't get it. So then he yes. leads you out of there, and so so you, you know things. You you get the contacts of police. Things get cleaned up. You see the cleanup crew is already starting to work at rebuilding the wall that you broke down. And I will say, like the ooze, you can see it. it Starts to decay. It's like it's not gonna, it's gonna be permanently there. It's but it's slowly eroding. Like you think it'll be like it'll fade after like a few hours. So at least the laundry is taken care of for that. So what do you guys do? Alicia just wants to go home. She is very, very emotionally and physically exhausted after all of this. Yeah, same thing for Tony. It's been a couple days back to back where they've just run into so much trouble. Yeah, um, getting getting a compliment from the night guard is enough to make it home. I think, even though it was kind of a weirdly backwards compliment. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of a lot to process after this one. Yeah, for Jennifer, it's the same. Just feeling that things are very muddy for her right now. Like what's right and wrong to her, at least, always seemed very black and white. And even though it was seeing the night guard, the hero that every kid or even adult hopes to see, any wannabe hero wants to see this guy. He's supposed to be the best of the best, the moral standard. And what she just watched doesn't sit right with her. And now she's thinking of things that, you know, Char had said, it seems that things are a lot more gray than she ever gave it credit for. And now she's kind of questioning if what even they're doing, the three of them are 
are doing things that are morally correct or what even morally correct is. So she's just kind of slump shoulders walking behind Tony. All right. So you guys head home without too, without really any incident. You go to sleep and then it's the next morning. Lots and lots of cleaning up for Akami before she's even willing to go to sleep. She is still freaked out over the whole thing. So her, she's got to get her costume back to spotless. She's got to get herself back to spotless. She's got to wash the whole night off of her before she passes out probably later than anyone else does. All right. So the next day comes. It's a nice, shiny day. You got school. Yay, we got distractions from our emotions. Uh, no, it's sunny. Uh, Tony's entire... Uh, Tony is feeling gray. I don't know if that is something that is actually a feeling, but just a little bit depressed and down. In okay. case you're wondering, yes, that is the combination of hopeless and insecure. <laughs> so what's Alchemy feeling? Uh, well, if we're starting on the condition level there... Alchemy is angry and guilty both. She's just feeling like so much of her past and all of her decisions have come back to hit the entire group of them. And she can't stand that everyone else got hurt and in danger because of that, even if it's simultaneously what they all signed up for. And she doesn't know how to make it right. She's been trying for a while to make everything better, to make sure that there wasn't anything bad with the night guard after everything that went through between the night guard and her parents to make sure that she could help out magnolia and she feels like she's not she's accomplished a lot but she doesn't know whether or not that it was prices that she shouldn't have paid for what she was doing and it's utterly baffling her in a way that she hadn't had to adults before jennifer what's going on with your head it's the next day For the first time, she actually feels that what they're doing is dangerous. Normally, it's like a fun thing. It's an exciting, it's an adrenaline shot. But seeing Alicia completely cased in that goo, seeing Tony just get kind of pushed off, you know, by by the Cubs guy, her getting choked out, this wall collapsing on them, and the times that she tried to help, but her powers still didn't cooperate 100%. Like, it it made her think that just one wrong move on any three, on any other parts, the three of them, could have seriously ended with death. Like, it, it sinks in that this is really what's at stake here. And again, with the, the whole morally gray issue, she wonders if this is really worth dying for because at the end of the day, it was worth doing because she thought, that they were ultimately doing the right thing. But now that the right thing is in question, what are we fighting for? And is it worth losing our lives? So she's very introspective. Uh, she feels guilt that the lightning Baron lost his life because at the end of the day, he was just a guy. He was a person just like he was, he could have been somebody's father for all she knew. And for them, it's always been like, hey, put the guy, guy, the bad guys in cuffs, bring them to jail. But now that there's option, you know, option B, that some people can't co- can't exist in jail. Some people have to be put out and heroes are expected to take them out. That's not something she thinks she can do. All right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to give you some bad news of it, Jennifer. So your phone gets a, a notification. You're... 
because I'm I'm gonna bet you put some like a uh, you know Google like you know tag tags on there just to say oh your dad's in the news he is currently saying oh since the uh, uh bread f- since the lightning baron is dead and he had a public identity of a, a business man he is you know basically you know calling for the city to uh, seize all of his assets and to let someone more honest take control of them. Of oh, fucking course he would. Mm-hmm. Jennifer looks at her phone. She her her stomach turns into knots when she sees her dad's name, and when she clicks on the link and reads the article, or maybe even watches the video, it it just makes her feel sick. It makes her nauseous, and she's so angry that her eyes well up with tears because this is exactly the kind of dishonest move that her dad would make waiting till somebody's down having zero empathy and just moving in on their turf, which is what she told the night guard last night. You know, it's what makes you think that organized crime is better than unorganized crime because somebody's always out there to be bigger, badder, better, and take more territory. And her dad's that guy. So you go hit. So you guys head on into school and also give me a, do you try to try to hide how you're feeling, or do you just full on let yourselves be feel whatever you want? How's, I don't think with the, Tony would hide. Nah, you just, everyone could just tell, like, oh, he's something's up with him. Yeah, it's it's written on their face. Alicia, if they if they That's didn't right. wear the the headband to keep their ears in check, that would be a dead giveaway. All right, Alicia. Uh, Lisa's trying to keep it restrained, but that probably just means she comes off as a bit withdrawn more than anything else. Jennifer? Similar. Uh, she would try to keep it under the cuff because at the end of the day, she was the one that was really excited about going downtown and leaving the arcade and getting into trouble. And it's what led to all the, you know, the injuries that Kimmy sustained and Tony and herself. So there's a lot of guilt there. And she's trying to just be quiet and stay in the background as much as she can. So Rebecca with K's comes up to you. It's like Jennifer said, "Hey, uh, what's going on? I, I thought we were supposed to hang tomorrow yesterday, and you just told me you had to go meet somebody, like I go for interviews and stuff." Uh, yeah, it's you know, it's the whole orphan thing. They do all these mental health checks to make sure you're not just gonna, you know, yourself. And Ooh. apparently, mine took a while. You know how it is, paperwork and doctors or whatever. Well, I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't all that great. Sorry. I thought it was going to be an in and out thing, but it ended up taking up most of my day. Did did everything go... You seem kind of, you know, down. Well, not just down. I mean, you you look awful, if I'm being perfectly honest, but... Uh, Yeah, you know, it's just sometimes you think you've dealt with something, but then somebody brings it up and you kind of relive it all over again. And I'm sure the therapist meant well, you know, confront your trauma and all that good stuff, but confronting trauma still sucks and it sucks the energy out of you. So it's just a lot talking about your feelings sucks, especially when you have to do it for hours. And then it, you kind of just feel like crap for a couple of days afterwards. I'm glad you don't have to go through that, but just know if I'm off for the next few days, that's, that's why. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, what just be a physical presence? Hug you? I don't know what's what are the guidelines here. Uh just I know this is gonna sound crazy, but just act normal. 
pretend I don't look like crap and I'll pretend I don't feel like crap. And maybe after a while of pretending, it'll be real. Okay. So, uh, I, I, okay, no, that's probably what I'm talking about. You feel like crap, don't want to get more crap to you because of last night. So, uh, she, you clearly see, it's like she pauses, like she clearly is struggling to find something to say because uh, you can sort of pick up that she wants to talk about last night with somebody, but she's like, oh no, that's not something you want to talk about. Like, that's I a heavy. Say, um, uh, like you're not acting normal. I told you, act normal. Did something happen to you last night? Everything okay? Well, not me. I mean, did you hear like the lightning barons? Like they, I think I, I don't know. The news is very unclear. They, I think they said like they put him away somewhere. Maybe he's dead. I don't know. It's just it's it's a huge thing. I mean, that guy's been a thing since before I can like, before I can remember. Right? Like he was running around doing stuff, and now he's just gone. Like, wow. I haven't checked the news. Uh, some of my friends told me that somebody leaked his name yesterday. That's as I, far I heard as that. I know. Yeah. So they leaked his name, and then hours later, he's in jail or dead. I think it's conspiracy. She's like, just like, like maybe, maybe there's like I don't know, like some kind of secret underground network of villains, and he he got too close, and he was too out in the open, and they cut him off, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I, she tries to smile and says, have you been reading those weird pamphlets from the religious freaks? The truth, no. I, okay, I read one. But that's, I swear to God, that's all I read. It's just the one. Well, maybe his name got leaked and people he did wrong, I don't know, they, they wanted vengeance and that, that. makes sense. It's a lot Which, better than your crazy theory. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're, okay. It just because it's, it, it's a theory. It doesn't mean it's crazy. I mean, the dude could. Sh- I mean, come on. We, I'm from another Earth. There's well, crazier things have happened in life. Well, do you think they actually killed him? I don't know. Maybe I. I, I don't know. How would you feel if they did? Uh, I mean, I guess he was a bad guy, right? He's done done crimes. Death penalty was a. Like, I I don't know if it's a thing here. I know it was a thing. My parents told me it was a thing back when they were on their earth, but I don't know if it. I mean, maybe does he have superpowers? Does that make it different or not? I mean, does making having powers mean you get treated differently by the law or? Well, I imagine no regular jail cell can hold him. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Well, if you can't hold him somewhere and he's done a whole bunch of crimes, hurt a bunch of people, then was wasn't that kind of fair then i don't i mean i kind of i mean yeah but what if he's somebody's son somebody's dad somebody's brother you know it's not that i'm not advocating for the guy he was you know like a giant turd we all know that but i don't know death just seems it just seems kind of messed up right and i don't think you can call somebody a hero if they're willing to take someone out right whether it's a cop whether it's well, I mean, the you law. know, I'm pretty sure they killed the Earl King and everyone loved that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Sorry, I'm just in a weird headspace. Yeah, you I definitely. Shouldn't, I shouldn't feel bad for a criminal, I guess. But I mean, it's okay to feel bad for the guy. I mean, you can feel bad. I mean, just, just know what they've done and hold it in 
balance imbalance yeah. Does it, uh, okay, I, I am done trying to be normal uh, adult here. Okay, uh, can, we, can, we, can we talk about something else now? Yes, please. Just talk to me about boys or whatever. Okay, thank God. So I, I was, t- you know, Raphael, the guy, it, it, the guy who always hangs out with Helen and the others. Like, he's so. I think I'm trying. I, th- I think I'm trying to. I think I'm going to ask him out later today. You're going to ask him out? Shouldn't he be asking you out? Wait, that's the thing. Is my parents always told me it's okay for boys and girls to ask each other out. Yeah, but on this earth, they may think you're a little forward. Like guys like having the initiative. Like on this earth, you gotta drop hints that you're interested without just saying you're interested. You know what I mean? Like what kind of hints? Uh, uh and she kind of stops to think and just say, like, laugh at his jokes, even if they're stupid, or tell him. But he doesn't, he doesn't really tell that many jokes. I mean, he's he can tell a joke, but he's not not that funny. I mean, he's not a comedian. But now I'm just sounding like horrible. I mean, well, compliment his hair. Guys love that. Just say, "Hey, my God, your hair looks nice. Can I touch it?" Just find reasons to touch him, but very, very brief touches, like just you know, kind of I, I don't know, like a hand on the shoulder, like, "Hey, man," and compliment him make him feel like he's really good looking and really smart and really funny even if he isn't and then he'll kind of be drawn to you and then you know hopefully he'll ask you out okay i'll try this so notes touch but brief uh, With consent make sure he's okay with you touching him first okay consent to laugh hair jokes smart smart yeah tell him he's cool dudes love that okay so this is easier than well, no, this is this is more acceptable than me just asking hey you want to go out yeah it has a higher probability of success on this earth huh, i have to tell my parents that try it out if he's if he's kind of dumb though some of them are and he doesn't get the hints no matter how many you put out there, then you're going to have to resort to just, you know, asking him out and hope for the best. But try try being subtle and completely indirect first. Try that for like a month. If it doesn't work after a month and you've exhausted every other option, then you can be upfront, direct, and honest about your needs and desires. I'll give it two weeks, okay? I'm not waiting a whole month. That's too long. Fair. Thank you, Jennifer. You got it. Feel better? Yeah, I do, actually. You're really good at this. I am? Yeah. Oh, nice. You're a good friend, you know that? Hey, thanks. If he says no, I can punch him for you. <laughs> oh, thank you, thanks. <laughs> you just you head off and enjoy the rest of your day. And I think we can call the session there. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.